MSW Media. How's it? It's Neil Everett from ESPN. You're listening to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. And what we're not drinking is White Claw, no matter what you may have heard. Well, pour yourself a glass, sit for a spill. It's time to have some fun. Let's do a little thinking, some picking and a drinking. This is what we're drinking with Dan Dunn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to What We're Drinking with Dan Dunn. I am Dan Dunn. Coming up on this program, I'm going to be chatting with legendary NFL player Ronnie Lott along with a guy by the name of Michael Jordan. Is it the Michael Jordan? Well, you'll just have to wait around and see, won't you? How are you, everybody? Hope you're doing well. I watched an amazing documentary last night I want to tell you about on Netflix called My Octopus Teacher. I, if you guys have seen, if you haven't seen this yet, you, you got to see it. It's, uh, it's about this uh, renowned nature filmmaker named Craig Foster, a South African guy, and uh, back in 2010, he started free diving in the the waters off of the Western Cape of South Africa, where he lives. He was he was having a, a very hard time in his life, and he needed to recharge and was looking for what he called a radical change. So he started diving, and that change came in the form of this octopus. Yeah, he met an octopus, and the documentary, my octopus teacher chronicles this year-long relationship between this guy, Craig Foster, and this octopus. I know it, it sounds strange, but I I got to tell you, you're going to need some tissue for this thing. I cried, and it's, I feel it's the kind of movie we need right now. So I'm just throwing that out there. If you're looking for something, I know people are always on social media asking for suggestions, and sometimes you tune into podcasts looking for suggestions, but really, check it out my octopus teacher. Also, I got an email pitch. I get pitched often, at least 10 to 15 a day from spirits and wine industry publicists. So I got one that started off said, Hey, I wanted to let you know about off hours bourbon launching Tuesday, nine fifteen. So it, it just launched. It's authentically crafted for today's modern bourbon drinker, but the brand seeks to challenge longtime stereotypes of bourbon as a, quote, boys club beverage. So it goes on to say that the founder, Jake Ireland, is this longtime bourbon drinker. He's been looking for a spirit that captured his lifestyle and felt inspiring in the modern age. This is a quote. He wanted a bourbon that could be enjoyed out on a boat with friends but also at a family barbecue that didn't evoke the traditional cliches, such as dimly lit bars, suits, and cigars. Enter Off Hours, a brand created to redefine the antiquated perspective of bourbon and breathe new life into an all-inclusive spirit that is respectful of its heritage, but also forward-looking. <laughs> So this immediately brought back 
disturbing memories of an odious product that I wrote about many years ago in a piece for a site called Food Republic, and and it was called Finally a Whiskey for Horrible People, for those who think whiskey is old and gross. So so this, and it was one of the most well-read pieces that I've ever done in my entire career, and I've written books, I've written for everybody, but this piece got millions of views. And Off Hours Bourbon reminded me of this, so I'm going to just give you a little taste of this. The Whiskey for Horrible People was about something called Kansas Spirit Whiskey. Okay, so t- let me take you back to 2011. And I'm I'm at home and I get this package in the, ma- in the mail and it's a press package. It wasn't even an email, it was a package. And I believe it was intended as a sales pitch, not necessarily a PR pitch, because it had a, a, a deck in there that contained numbers and how they're going to market this. And, and I don't think it was intended for me, but I got it. So I, I wrote with the launch of their first liquor brand, an upstart company called Fabulous American Beverages, or Fab, if you're feeling suicidal. Yes, they were calling it Fab. Is going where no other whiskey maker I know has purposely gone before. Ladies' night at the Jersey Shore. Kansas Spirit Whiskey is intended, and this is a quote from the from the thing I got, to appeal equally to men and women who typically enjoy vodka. According to Paul Goldman, who was inspired to create the brand while on vacation with his wife, who complained that whiskey, quote, was for old men, and quote, wasn't cool. All due respect, Paul, but I hope she's either rich or gorgeous because she ain't much in the whiskey-knowing department. For the moment, I'll set aside the catastrophic decision-making involved in basing the marketing of a major liquor launch on the offhand opinions of someone who apparently has no real experience in a basic bar, let alone the liquor game. I'll even set aside the fact they let their wife tell you what to drink, for now. I'll just say the obvious. Basing your marketing campaign on the premise that whiskey isn't cool? is the single most moronic statement I've ever heard in this industry. And trust me, I've heard some doozies. Say you're selling spam. The spam is probably fine. It might even be great if you're the kind of person who enjoys the beguiling mixture of ham and pork in a shaped meat product. To each his own. But don't sell it by saying steak is like so over. You know why? Because steak doesn't suck, and everyone with half a brain knows it. Even vegetarians. You want to throw your weight around, put someone down, but you literally chose the coolest liquor in the world to insult. And guess what? Whiskey doesn't care. That's what makes it cool. The only other liquor that's anywhere near as cool is tequila. But tequila's always been too crazy to really be cool. Tequila will cut you for looking at its woman, then laugh while the cops drag it off to jail and spit at you during the trial. And trust me, you don't want to pick on vodka either. Dude doesn't have much personality, but I swear he goes to the gym twice a day. You want the nerd of the liquor crew? Try gin. You can give gin an atomic wedgie, and the worst it'll do is scream that his daddy will have you banned from the yacht club. But insulting whiskey says far more about you and your own insecurities than it does about the quintessential American spirit. Quote, I wanted to get whiskey out of the middle-aged living room and onto the beach and into clubs, said Goldman, who launched his breakthrough product in two beach-going, club-hopping party meccas, Kansas and Missouri. Plans are apparently afoot to roll out soon to similar hotspots across the nation. Look out, Idaho! 
Now, to achieve the desired non-whiskiness in Kansas whiskey, Goldman and the team at FAB harvest amber winter wheat, a lighter grain than the corn, rye, and barley used to make most other American whiskeys. Then they distill in column versus traditional pot stills, resulting in a spirit that is, quote, flawlessly smooth, or as it's also known in the business, vodka. They marry the final distillate with premium artisanal whiskey, and voila, whiskey-flavored vodka. Let's do some shots and turn Branson upside down. The Kansas Whiskey Press Kit that accompanied my complimentary sample contained a preview of the brand's guerrilla marketing campaign, which suggests the demographic the company intended on targeting. Features a series of close-up shots of straight-from-central casting hipsters with copy that underscores the brand's, quote, unconventional approach to messaging. Because the old rules don't apply to Kansas Whiskey, a new day is dawning and it's all good, yo. So long as you're not some slobbering 30-plus codger drinking that awful whiskey-flavored whiskey on a barca lounger, aren't you whiskey drinkers dead yet? One page boasts a triptych of young, trying-to-harders. There was a black guy with a huge fro and oversized plastic flame glasses. There was an Asian woman with vintage paisley top and platinum-dyed bob. And a white guy with bedhead who would fit in perfectly with the guys from Grizzly Bear if he could only be bothered. The ad promises whiskey, quote, for us. That is astonishingly light and has none of that awful, oh, and I quote, middle-aged yuck factor. Which is what leads me to believe that these people have never been to a bar. At least not a bar with hipsters in it. Because if you had, you would know that hipsters drink two things. Paps Blue Ribbon and Jack Daniels. This in itself is aggravating enough, but if you think you're going to fool the young folk who take themselves too seriously, think again. They might be idiots. They're not stupid. The last thing a true dyed-in-the-wool-cap hipster would ever embrace is a product specifically designed for them, as that would fly in the face of their carefully cultivated sense of irony. Unless in a stroke of true three-dimensional chess-playing brilliance, Goldman has created a brand that hipsters will embrace precisely because it's marketed to them, and is therefore so lame it becomes cool again. Oh, look at me! I'm drinking Kansas whiskey because I'm so totally a hipster! Ah, but something tells me he's not that smart. Something tells me that if he were here, I'd pour us both a tumbler of Michter's and he'd tell me all about how his wife never lets him do anything fun and always makes him dress up in a hoodie and skinny jeans before she'll so much as give him a peck on the cheek. And I'd listen like a good friend should and suggest we go up on my roof deck where the view is better and point out the hill you can see if you stand right up on the corner parapet where my father gave me some very important words of advice. Son, women are the single best thing in all this blue, beautiful world. But never let them tell you what to drink. Then I'd shove him off into space and out of his misery. Hush now, Paul. The hard part's over. You're going where she can't hurt you anymore. So yeah, that was 2011 when I did that. And now it looks like there's a new one back. And by the way, I did run into that guy. Uh, Paul Goldman, a few months later at a thing called the Wine and Spirits Wholesalers Association convention in Vegas. I was hosting a panel there and he was uh, exhibiting out on the the floor. And when he heard my name, he came up and he stood there, no joke, for an hour staring daggers at me. And he waited for me and he confronted me and he said that he got, why did I get personal about his wife? And I'm like, you sent it to me, man. It was all in there. And I was insulted. And and he said, well, you know, we're going to succeed despite what you did, you know, forget, you know, you just, you watch, wait and see. And I guess I don't need to tell you that Kansas spirit whiskey didn't make it. Oh.
All right. I invite you to follow me at the imbiber on Instagram and Twitter. Comment on that. Comment on whatever you want. Comment on this interview that I'm about to hit you with Ronnie Lott and Michael Jordan. Joining me now is a master sommelier who my guess is probably never has any trouble getting primo restaurant reservations. That's <laughs> what happens when you share the same name with one of the most famous people on the planet. That name is Michael Jordan. Uh, also with us, a guy who actually is a world-class athlete and one of the greatest, if not the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest safeties ever to play in the National Football League. He also went to college right down the road from the What We're Drinking Studios at the University of Southern California. Please welcome Hall of Famer Ronnie Lott. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Happy to be on. So I want to tell everybody right up front why you guys are here, other than the fact that, you know, we're, we all like each other. Uh, you are working with a a project through Jackson family wines. And I love Jackson family wines. I had the, I had the good fortune of meeting Jess Jackson before he passed. And I know Julia, his daughter, and they're just great people. And Barbara, they're great people. And, uh, they, what they have done for the wine industry in Napa Valley is nothing short of remarkable. And they are doing, they've teamed up with not only Ronnie and Michael, but also hall of fame football players, Marcus Allen and Charles Haley, they're going to be hosting a thing called Untold and for Unforgettable. Untold and Unforgettable. It's a virtual wine huddle that benefit All Stars Helping Kids, which is an organization that provides seed funding and invest in emerging San Francisco Bay Area nonprofits that offer innovative solutions to get kids out of poverty into prosperity. And, and God knows we need that right now. So they're going to be doing this next Wednesday, September 23rd, from 5 to 6 p.m. Pacific time with a special limited VIP happy hour kicking off at 3 o'clock to 4.30 Pacific time. And Ronnie and Charles and Marcus are going to be talking about their careers and their and and also enjoying some wines. They all have a, a strong affinity for wine. We're going to be talking about that with Ronnie in a second. Registration fees and all ten and ten percent of all wine sales from this event is going to go to All Stars Helping Kids. So if you want to register for that, go to yourwinestore.com. Not mine. Not Ronnie Lotz. Not Michael Jordan's. Yourwinestar.com slash untold dash and dash unforgettable. I know that's a lot, but I'll post that on my Instagram as well. All right. That was a mouthful. Got that out of the way. Guys, what's going on? Well, Dan, I got to tell you, man, I'm grateful to be here with you two guys. Uh, I love listening to your show on Ronnie, man. I have been a, I've been a fan for years, man. And, uh, you know, uh, so much respect. Uh, but we've got this really cool event. It's a two-part event that people can participate in. They can uh, sign up and, and either purchase some wine. Uh, they don't even have to purchase wine. They can sign up to be part of the event. But it's going to be a lot more fun if you purchase a little wine so you've got something to drink with us while we're toasting and sharing. These three Hall of Famers are going to tell their stories and talk with each other, stuff that you don't hear every day, right? 
and uh, real kind of uh, engaged and impactful. And I'm going to save that word for a little bit later because in a reference to the man, Ronnie, uh, but uh, it's going to be a blast. And there's like three different packages that you could purchase in order to get wine and get in on this thing. And then there's even for 25 bucks, you can join the huddle uh, and be participating and drink whatever you got at home. It's okay. That's right. I think there's guys that I think there's guys on the Eagles, my team, that have actually paid to be in the huddle. Because I was wondering, how else did they get there? I'm not, I'm not no, going to get better. Man, just, you know, I'm I, I, I know you're joking, but look, it was a tough weekend. <laughs> tough weekend. <laughs> the Eagles had a hard one. Yeah. It, oh man. man. And, and so you know, the thing that's really you know tough about this time of year is that we all start off with the idea of thinking that you know our team is going to make it right. And, and so, you know, when I saw you had the Eagles hat on and I saw the lead that they had and I said, I said to myself, he, he had to start drinking really early. (laughs) I did, man. It was, well, you know, the thing is, and I look and, and Ronnie, I want to get your perspective on this because it's really the only one that matters here. But as a, as a fan and a lifelong fan of the team, and, 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 you know, I am so grateful they finally got a Super Bowl a couple years ago. It's rare that I look at it, and I, I, and I know you're, it's a team game, but it's rare that I look at a performance, and I'm a big Carson Wentz fan. That was one of those instances where you go, he really badly mismanaged that game and, and played badly, Where and I get it, he was working with a third-string line, but what are your thoughts on that? Can one guy lose the game for you? You know what, and, and I and I'm going to be you know candid with you, especially when you think of the offense that they run, and that offense is a really dynamic offense, and it's predicated on a lot of people doing a lot of different things, and and and, and what I mean by that is that you know you you have to be in sync, and and when you have optionality, optionality meaning you have options to be able to run the ball, options to be able to pass the ball options to be able to do a lot of different things. And and the question is, at that position, when you're a point guard and you're playing quarterback and you've got to do all the things right, it is almost impossible to do everything right on one given day. Even Joe Montana, I love him. He's an incredible guy. But he has moments in a game where he's not going to do it all right. And so the hard part in that game, though, was that you, you get up, and then the question is, did you get out of rhythm? Did you find yourself maybe not executing? What, what were the issues? And I think the hard part about that was sometimes you are so excited, you're playing so well, and then you get into that kind of mindset that, you know, well, we got this, and you lose sight of it, and you lose the mo. And when you lose the mo, you know, things can go bad. And it felt like things got bad and they lost the Mo. They, they, they certainly lost the Mo. And, and speaking of Mo, I want to just throw a couple of things here. As a, a guy that has it is Ronnie Lott. You, as a sophomore in 1978, you helped the USC Trojans to share the national championship. You won the Rose Bowl. You played with your buddy Marcus Allen there. In your rookie season, this is what's remarkable. Your rookie season in San Francisco, you recorded seven interceptions 
the Niners won the Super Bowl. You became this only the second rookie in NFL history to return three interceptions for touchdowns. The only reason, talk about shit luck. The only reason you didn't win rookie of the year that year was the guy that did win it was a, was a man named Lawrence Taylor. But what was that like for you, Ronnie, coming up your first year in the league? Could you ever have imagined having the kind of success that you had that it just was like, man, this NFL thing's pretty easy? No, I don't think it was easy. I think what I learned early on is that when you see a guy like Lawrence Taylor playing and you see the effort and you see the passion and you see the desire, I think one of the great things about sports is that you look around the room and and like we will here pretty soon. We're going to look around the room. Guys are going to be drinking wine. We're going to have a lot of fun. And everybody that's around the room is also looking at everybody else saying, you know what? Maybe I should drink it that way. Maybe I should feel that way. And my point is we all kind of model ourselves after, after different people. And in this case, there were some incredible athletes in that rookie year that I had with Mike Singletary was with the, he was with the bears. He was a rookie that year too. Yeah. You had green down to Tampa who was pretty good. You had, Ricky Jackson with the Saints that was a part of that group. And so you had a lot of guys that were really hungry, that felt that they could play at the next level. And you had guys that really had a passion and a pursuit of being able to take, you know, take advantage of their athletic ability. So, yeah, that group, to me, Lawrence Taylor, I mean, even now when you think about all of what he was able to accomplish, to me, is by far the best player that I've seen play defense, period. I mean, the guy was just unbelievable, phenomenal. As an Eagles fan, I can tell you, and I was, you know, I used to go to my, all the, we had season tickets, I went with my dad, and, you know, there were nightmares about Lawrence Taylor. He was, and I remember the greatest compliment ever was, I don't know if it was Tecmo Bowl, one of the very early video games, Lawrence Taylor was it was Lawrence Taylor and Barry Sanders. They were the yeah. they were at least ten times faster than any other player in that game. But speaking of stars and people you, you mentioned Ronnie mentioned the wine and, and the event you got coming up next week. Michael, you're a master sommelier and I gotta say that's no small accomplishment in its own right. Uh, people, exactly. I, I have talked about this before. I've written about it in my book, American Wino. I called it one of the hardest things a human being can do. And I mean that. I mean, the the amount of study and focus and intensity, when you look at someone like Ronnie Lott, who you if, if there's any moment where you let your guard down and you're not intense, it could lead to not, you know, a blown play, obviously could lose the game, but it could also lead to something even far worse, right? Where a terrible injury. It's the same thing for you. When you're taking that exactly. test, when you're taking that test, there is no room. For error. There's you gotta be able to say where the wine came from. I mean, I'm talking not just the the, the country, the village, the <laughs> vineyard, the year, the style. This is all from from nosing it and tasting it. Think of the sheer amount of wine that's out there. And to be able to do that to me is beyond impressive. I, you know, I I fancy myself someone who knows a little bit about wine, and I'm sure Ronnie does as well, but can't hold a candle to you, man. So kudos on on accomplishing that. Thanks, Dan. Can you imagine the amount of wine I had to drink to get that stuff wired? 
Come on, right? Oh, it's like you see Ronnie, you. you see Ronnie doing, you see Ronnie out on the field working up, and then you see Michael over here going, "Yeah, man, I feel your pain." Training. Oh, there we go. A lot of training, man. A lot of training, <laughs> but it's all training. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? What one thing that that really is a common thread is, uh, and, and Ronnie be the first one to tell you, man. He, he, you know, he's very humble in many ways, and and said, you know, he wasn't that fast and he wasn't that strong. He said that, but it was his attitude that elevated him and the motivation and inspiration that he got from others. And really I've been all my life in the hospitality industry and that's really what it's all about. It's the attitude and that, that thing that we do of, of, you know, being of service to others is really a pretty, it's like a noble thing, you know, and uh, man, I know. And thank you. You're very gracious. You know, yeah. Michael, 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 I got to ask, Hey, look, first of all, man, you know, the art, you know, they talk about the art of living or the art of playing and the art of giving. And, and so, you know, what you've done, which I think you know, not, and I say this all the time, think about think, to, to actually understand the elements and, and you know, this, the elements, the elements of earth, the elements of taste, the elements of aroma. And what I always I'm fascinated by is that that becomes not only your, you know, not only who you are, it's, it's, it's a way of life. And so talk to us about the way of life, because to me, that means you're walking around (laughs) thinking about, I used to think about how can I stop Jerry Rice and practice every day? You know, yeah. Man, what do you walk around trying to, what do you walk around trying to make sure you do every day? Because every day you're expected to be able to give us that kind of secret sauce hmm. on that wine that nobody knows about. Well, first of all, Ronnie, let me say thank you for saying that to me. Oh, wait, are you talking about me or are you talking about Michael? <laughs> it's all you, Dan. It's so rare, it's man. You, man. When, you got an, look, when you got an Eagles hat on, I'm definitely not talking about you, baby. It's so rare I get a com- it's so rare that I get a compliment on this show that Woo. I thought I would just steal one. But go ahead, Michael. I'm sorry. That's funny. Well, you know, in my role, I'm lucky because I I get to be in my role. I'm an ambassador of flavor. All right. Yes. And really, that's what it's all about. And, you know, in, 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 in the restaurant role, which sommelier is a wine service professional, really. But the key word is service. So that's good. But you got to know all the theory. you got to know where the grapes are from and how the wines taste. And, you know, on a daily basis, I was lucky, man. I got to serve people on a daily basis. And some were so grateful because they saved up their money to come to this restaurant and other right. people, they eat there all the time, but they liked it too, you know, and that's okay. Yep. But all all levels of people enjoy food, wine, companionship, and music, and those things that we share together, it makes them better. And when we get to watch sports and have a good tasty beverage and some good thing to eat, man, we're, we're in heaven on earth right there. And and, and it's, it's the 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 greatest of all time guys like we got three of them gonna be on this on this gig together man charles haley and marcus allen and ronnie lott three guys that are heroic in that their efforts the things they actually did 
on the field. They didn't just talk about it. They brought it, you know, and motivated themselves to play even sometimes above their own skill level. Well, it's hard to say that because they're the greatest of all time. But for me, I, I just love turning someone on to a delicious wine and something good to eat with it and just making them happy. And if they ask me a question about it, great. And if not, I'll leave them alone. You know, so, so, so think about what you just said, man. You, you get to serve and lifting someone up and allowing them to be able to say, you know what, I'm giving you the greatest gift. And that is, I'm going to make you feel really good about yourself, man. So here we are in the pandemic. We're all on Zoom. And yet you still get a chance to be able to allow people to say, you know what, this right here, this right here can take you away from the pandemic. This bottle can help you live a better life. This bottle can give you a spirit that you've never you've never seen before. That to me, that's an art, bro. That's that's one of the things that I'm like, I love it because I love wine, but I love when I get the first the first wine. I had a sommelier, and he says, "Gergage." I said, "What?" He goes, <laughs> "Gergage." I was 21 years old. And I was, and I had just got drafted to the 49ers and I went to this restaurant and I said, hey, so can you give us a bottle of wine? He was like, yes, Gergich. He thought he had something stuck in his throat. Gergich. And, and I kept saying to myself, <laughs> what? And he, he goes, Gergich. This is, and, 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 he, and then he goes and he starts talking about, it's just, I'm, I promise you, you will never lose sight of this. This will be one of the greatest experiences of your life. And I was wow. thinking, about, wait a minute, I've wow. been drinking Boone's Farm for a long time. <laughs> so so all of a sudden I get this moment in that moment, I got converted. And, and I, and what I got converted was not only Gergich, but I got converted to be able to listen because I knew from that moment on that when I'm with the sommelier, I better listen. And the reason I better listen, they're going to give me an experience that that's going to be unbelievable. And, and my point is that that's the beauty of what you, you get to lift people up and you get to share your, your wisdom to lift people up. And, and that's why I love the game of football because playing with teammates and playing with guys you get to lift them up, man. You get to find ways to make them better. Well, again, Ronnie, thank you for saying that. Wait, again, not about me? Damn it's it. It's about you, man. Dan. Dan, Dan it is Ron. about you. If it's this opportunity, Dan, thank you. Hey, no, you're talking about your aha moment, as it's known, Ronnie. And, and you know, and that's, and I think everybody that's into wine has that. Mine was with Pierre Ceylon. You probably know Pierre Ceylon. Michael, do you know, my, do you know Pierre, uh, Ronnie, up in- I work at, with him very closely. At I Verite, love that up in Sonoma County. I didn't oh, know man. shit about wine, right? Oh, and I, I was the booze, <laughs> I was the booze columnist for Playboy magazine, but I, I focused almost exclusively on spirits. And Pierre and his wife came down, Monique, and they, we went to the Viceroy Hotel in Santa Monica and they brought out and they busted out those. These are hundred point wines, right? These Verite yep, wines yep. and the Chateau Lesseg that he does over in France. And, and he busted out. But I remember tasting that Verite and I don't remember what year it was, what year the wine was. But for me, this was probably about 14, 15, 16 years ago. And that was it. 
I tasted it and he was telling me just exactly what Ronnie said. It wasn't just the experience of drinking the wine. It was having him describe to me the process right. and how it happened and how it went from this grape to this thing in my glass that was making me feel like I discovered a room in my house that I didn't know existed. You know, it was, it was that, it was that wonderful. Dan, I'm so glad you brought up Pierre because he's one of the greatest of all time too, man. If there's going to be a hall of fame for wine, he's going to be in it. That man has made 1500 point wines more than any other human being on the planet. And and he's in the Jackson family, right? Yeah. He's in the Jackson wine family, as is another good buddy of mine who also makes a lot of hundred point wines. Chris Carpenter. Chris yeah, Chris, Carpenter, Chris Carpenter's the guy. When I wrote American Wino, I went up to to Cardinal up in Napa. It was one of the first stops I made before driving around the country for four months by myself. And, that would have been one of my first stops too. <laughs> oh, and Chris busted out all the we all the stops, man. And I and and you know what? There's just no better feeling than having world class wine being poured for you and explained to you by the people who make it. We're going to have yep. one of his wines in our in our program on the 23rd as well. Mount Brave Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa. Now, you know, as you're saying, it takes a, a great coach. And I know Ronnie and Marcus, they, they played for Coach Dickinson, right? And and, yeah. and and they came up as Trojans. By the way, you know, fight on. Sorry. Fight but, on. <laughs> you know, and and it it takes a good coach to identify the talent and place those players in their roles. And even Ronnie changed that he changed the position because he was able to play one. He was placed in the place in the position where he could make the most impact to the team, bring the team together. You know, I just want to briefly say, man, kudos to Ronnie because you know there's a, a best collegiate defensive player award each year is named after Ronnie. It's just the impact award. All right. And, you know, it stands for integrity, maturity, performance, academics, community, and tenacity. And I have to believe that Ronnie would tell you, or, well, I think, that of all of those, the most important one is community, in a way, right? And especially today, especially today. And wine is one of those things that can bring us together. No matter where your station of life is, they say the classes and all that, hey, uh, wine brings us together. And Amen. once we're together, we can have the conversations and sing the songs that make people happy and enjoy being on this earth together. And there's just nothing better that can enhance our lives. I just had to throw that in, man. I want to remind everybody what Michael's talking about here. You want a chance to be together with Michael and Ronnie Lott and Marcus Allen and Charles Haley. It's it's uh, next week. It's Wednesday, September 23rd. It's called Untold and Unforgettable. It's a virtual wine huddle being brought to you by Jackson Family Wines. You can get all the information you need. Go to yourwinestore.com slash untold dash and dash unforgettable. Go to my at the imbiber on Twitter and Instagram. I'll also put that up and maybe Ronnie will post something, but get involved. It's, it's, it's going to help, you know, all stars helping kids is the name of the organization. And, you know, as the other thing we talk about with community is right now, there are a lot of people who need help, who need support right now. You know, we're, we're sitting here and, you know, we got wine and we got all this. And we're very, very fortunate. I'm fortunate to have a gig that's still going and one that involves consuming substances that for help me forget how shitty things seem every once in a while now. But you know what? There are a lot of people out, out there that aren't getting that escape. And this is exactly this, the kind of thing you can do, have a good time and also help out a lot of kids that really need the help right now. 
Yeah, and I think what's great about that is that we all are leaning on each other. I mean, one of the great things in sports is that when we do huddle up and we find ourselves with challenging moments and we find ourselves realizing that things are not going, you know, going our way and we and somebody's got to rally the group. Somebody's got to find a way. And one of the great things that Kendall Jackson has done is they've said, you know what, let's find a way. Let's find a way to do something a little bit different. Let's talk about these untold stories. Let's try to see how we can elevate others and try to get people to join our little community. And what I love about that is that all of a sudden, hopefully, we'll find a way to give somebody a little hope, a, 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 an opportunity. And, and, and the other thing that we got to start trying to do is that we got to make sure that we don't leave anybody behind. No one. And so there are moments right now, all of us, we got to look at our blind spots. Mm. We got to look at our blind spots, realize that those blind spots, if we think about them and we find ways to make sure that we're, we're, we're taking advantage of them, that those blind spots can be spots now that could be hopefully spots of, of hope, hopefully spots of truth, hopefully spots of elevating others. And so to me, that's what I love about what we're trying to do is that this is something that's unique. It's different, but at the same time, it's got a purpose to it. It's got value to it. And only Kendall Jackson and only the folks that are here realize that, you know what? I like that. I want to, I want to, I want to be a change maker. I want to be a difference maker. And, and, and in sports, I grew up wanting to do that today, having all of us together, we're trying to make sure that you guys understand you can participate, you can play in this game and you can live a meaningful life and you can have a, you can have purpose just showing up, showing up and being a part of our team. And there's wine. Come on. And there's wine. <laughs> and there's going to be wine. Good right? wine. And there's wine. And there's wine. I got to ask you while I while I got you here, Ronnie. I, I was telling some friends that I was going to be talking to you. You know, and again, I'm Philly guy. We're all hardcore sports fans. A, a friend of mine described the uh, the turf at the old Veterans Stadium in Philly as like putting a bed sheet over concrete. Would you say that's accurate? You played there more than a few <laughs> times, right? It's very accurate, and I will say this: I never wanted to go to the little police place. <laughs> That, that they the had in the <laughs> I might have been there. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I was, the, 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 the one moment, the one moment I remember about coming out of Philly, we, we, we go there, we're losing. Joe Montana hits two touchdown passes late in the game. We end up winning the game. We end up leaving. And all of a sudden, people are throwing batteries <laughs> as we're leaving the game. And I'm like, what, man? I thought we played a hell of a game. The guys were throwing batteries at us. They were, they were so upset that man, we came into Philly and took that game, man. Well, those were the scary, those were the scary years of the 49ers. And you're one of the, you're one of only a handful of guys that were on all four of those Super Bowl teams. But back then, and I was still living in Philly. With that, yeah. But I was going to say that that Philly team with Randall Cunningham. I just mm. talked to him recently, but Randall Cunningham, woo! That dude was all he was amazing. Probably one of the most deflating moments of my football loving career was first game, 
first quarter, Buffalo Bills, Cunningham had just been on the cover of Sports Illustrated, the ultimate weapon. Eagles were clear favorites, not clear favorites, they were favorites to go to the Super Bowl. Sports Illustrated picked them to win the Super Bowl. They had that amazing defense. And what's his name? I still, it's ingrained, it's burned into my skull. Bryce Pop, Bryce Pop, right into Randall's knee, right into it, popped Randall in the knee. And and that began, then it was uh, Ken Ryan, Jim McMahon. Yeah, it was, that was the end. But uh, I uh, I don't want to keep you guys too long here. I know you got busy schedules. Uh, one more quick question for for you, Ronnie. Who is harder to tackle, Walter Payton, Bo Jackson, or Barry Sanders? Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. <laughs> well, that, and that's probably the answer to the next question. Which is there any other running? Are there any running backs that hit you as hard as you hit them? Earl Campbell. <laughs> hey man, look. There were moments in life where you sit around and you think about the people that you wanted to, you know take down and and all those guys that you just mentioned are phenomenal athletes phenomenal players but there was one guy out of that group that I, I again Walter was phenomenal and Walter would I mean he was a Super Bowl man he would hit you and then he would even explode and get stronger but Earl 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 just ran with a little kind of uh, he had a little Ronnie Lott in him. He had a little Kenny Easley in him. He had a little Dick Buckus in him. He had something that that he had a little defense in him where he just felt like he wanted to punish you. And you and 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 that kind of element, trust me, when you play against people that have that, just like we like like we were just talking about, there are sommiers that have that kind of purpose and passion and feel. And and my point is that's a spirit. That's something that, you know, that that you live with, that you play with, that you earn, that you care about. And 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 that's what makes guys so special. And that's why I'm so excited for our event, because Charles, Marcus, myself, there are so many untold stories, so many moments of being able to kind of remember situations, but also to tell you about situations that we've never talked about. And that, and that, again, that event is called Untold and Unforgettable. It's going to be happening Wednesday, September 23rd. Go to yourwinestore.com slash untold and unforgettable for more information. Michael Jordan will be there as well shooting hoops. No, that's not it. Damn it, Michael. If I stand on your shoulders. How maybe. is your game? No, uh, but, but gentlemen. He's I got a game. He does got game. (laughs) And uh, I want to thank you really for joining me and, and particularly for what you're doing and Jackson family wines for, for doing this event, because it, it, anytime I see people, good people coming together to try and do good things for other good people that need it, it it really, uh, it helps during this time, you know, helps, helps keep my spirits up personally. I think we all can agree it's a struggle. Sometimes you got to wake up every day and you got to go, I need to find a purpose. I need to find something to get me through this because frankly, we don't know when the end is going to come to, to this, the, the, this COVID. And so the way to do that, I think is to think about other people. Yeah. Especially exactly. when we, we've been isolated and we need 
people. When we come together, we think of good things. We do good actions and we create a better world for all of us to live in. You know, this is this event coming up on the 23rd is one of those events that really ties some really good people that actually care and put their money where their faith is. You know, their their good works speak for themselves. And what we need is more people doing more stuff like these guys are willing to do. Hey, Michael Jordan, I'm going to say this right now. I can, I can play with you, baby. <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm in, too. brother. I'm, I'm in on that pickup game when that happens. I, I love what you just said. I love what you just said. That's awesome. Michael Jordan, Ronnie Lott, it's been a real pleasure. I, I thank you for spending time with us, and I hope to do this again sometime in person, tipping back a few glasses of wine. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Dan. Folks, I've never admitted this on the show before, but I'm a guy. Yeah, it's true. And as a guy... I'm here to tell you that so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. Treatments start at just $10 per month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. That's right, free. How? Well, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash drinking. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash drinking to receive your first month of treatment for free. Take care of your hair and your hair will take care of you. Awesome. Yeah, but I, I couldn't fucking care less about anybody but Kurt Russell. Really. But Kurt I Russell? Mean, I, I just, I, I think that he is one of the most underrated actors of all time. I am such a huge fan of his. He's fantastic. And, and I love that a, dude. I, a really nice fucking guy. I just, I kind of, yeah. If I, I he, I'd be more excited to meet him than almost any other. He's actor. pretty radical. Yeah, I can hook it What's up. What's he doing? He's one of those guys that like I, I, just, I love him so much. I don't ever want to meet him. I don't think. Really? No, not unless, not unless I actually have the opportunity to really get to know him. I don't want to just brush by him. I'll be, it'll be a disappointment. Okay. You know what I, I mean? I, Let him I, keep I, I your, his that. place in your heart. It, that's what I mean. Yeah, it's okay. like you, you know, never meet your idols, kind of a thing. Because like, I don't know, man. I mean, him is Wyatt Earp, just. Just. Well, Snake Plissken. That was uh, Glenn Howerton and Rob McElhenney of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's them. Talking about Kurt Russell. I uh, got a, you know, I do this Nightcap Live. I host it for Flaviar on Flaviar's YouTube channel. Got a bunch of them coming up that you should be checking out. Um, what is today? Today's show is going up on the 17th. I got Wes Henderson of Angels Envy that night, Thursday, September 17th. We also got upcoming shows with Zane Lamprey, Alex Ohanian, Colin Donnell. They're Tuesday, usually either Thursday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern on Flaviar's YouTube channel. But we do, we're doing, we're doubling up in the coming weeks. We're doing some on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So go to Flaviar's YouTube channel and it'll give you the schedule there of when they're when they're happening and I'd love for you to to join me and you can comment to me and you can just see my my face and I could I can't see your face but I could see your comments I should stop now shouldn't I uh, I want to thank Ronnie Lott and Michael Jordan 
Jackson Family Wines for sending me some wine. I love the wine. Always, I want to, as always, as always, I want to thank you for spending time with me. It means a lot. Upcoming guests, we got Christy Brinkley. We got wine expert. I can't remember who else we got. We got the Pitbull. Pitbull's coming. Yeah. Jason Aldean, Lars Ulrich. They're all here. We'll see you soon. I miss you.